real name is Elizabeth Glazer, but nobody knows who that is, so I should say <laughs> Betsy Glazer. This is Betsy Glazer. She runs Mondays at the Long Beach Soup Kitchen. I, I was an educator for many oh, okay. years, and then when I started to unwind, uh, my neighbor was a volunteer at the soup kitchen, and so I said, oh, I can't wait. To, I wanted a job. I wanted to do something. The Long Beach Soup Kitchen has been around since 1983. It serves about 30 or 35 people a day with a hot meal, vital food. My favorite thing isn't their favorite thing. Their favorite thing <laughs> is meatloaf. Really? Um, they love, it's comfort food. They love meatloaf. They love comfort food. Um, I like to do spicy chicken. I like to do, um, you know, Chinese food. They love the spicier, the better, you know, full of flavor. They love full of flavor. They love our daily soups. We have salads every day. We have fruit salad every day, hot soup, and then an entree and then dessert. Many of the guests are regulars, people who just don't have enough to eat or have mental health problems or don't have a home. We've got the people that we know are homeless. You know, because you see them around town all the time at all hours. Um, and then I, but they're the people I feel most badly about because we're not just a place for food. We're a place to come sit and have quiet for an hour a day. Right. They know in the summers it's going to be air conditioned and they know in the cold winters it's going to be heated. That's how the soup kitchen works normally. The soup kitchen was an old restaurant. So it has a, when you walk in, um, if you walk in the two glass doors straight out in front of you, you'll see three shelves, wire shelves, and that's where the food is. And then you will see uh, eight tables, eight long six-foot tables on either side. But that's not how the soup kitchen works now. You can't sit at those long tables because gatherings like that are too dangerous in the age of coronavirus. I'm Mark Chisano with Newsday Opinion, and this is episode two of our podcast, Life Under Coronavirus, about how Long Islanders are dealing with and helping to combat COVID-19. For Glazer and the Long Beach Soup Kitchen, that means still serving their guests and giving people food to take away. What we had done is we were lucky it was sunny out. We opened up both doors because there's glass doors that lead into the soup kitchen. And uh -huh. so we opened up two doors and we put a table across the door. And on the table were all the lunch bags and all the food to go. And I just greeted them and said, you know, hello, how are you? We have, you know, um, a hot meal and a cold meal to go for you today and some water, you know, um, and, you know, good luck. We'll be here, you know, every day you can come here. Um, and everybody was like, oh, we're so happy you're here. Like nobody said, well, what do you mean? Why can't we come in as usual? And I was really right. shocked. They were so grateful that we were there at all. That was on Glazer's first day serving through the virus. No. One gentleman said, well, how long is this going to go on for? And I said, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't know. You know, I don't know until, you know, until we make another decision. And another gentleman said, well, do you have any paper towels or toilet paper? And I said, well, we do, but I don't know if I can hand it out today. But so then I wrote to the president and I said, you know, I know we have toilet rolls. Could we just hand out one toilet roll to each person just to make them feel better? You know, it's the little things. Glazer said they ended up deciding, yes, they can give out toilet paper. And they tried to give people some spacing as they came in, given that the whole point was social distancing, plus food. Um, I made a homemade chicken soup, and I boiled three big chickens and then made a wonderful chicken homemade chicken soup. And then um, 
a restaurant had had a cancellation, so we had trays of penne and pasta, of pasta with sauce. So we bagged that we put that in a container and the soup in the container, and then we always do a lunch to go, so sandwich, fruit, um, and a dessert. Glazer said there were some new people on her first day with the new rules. I think the people that were showing up that I'd never met before that were coming in a car, I think that they were probably, you know, in a desperate situation in their apartments and that, you know, they hadn't been able to get out. You know, I, I don't know. She's concerned about the people the soup kitchen usually serves, given how the coronavirus hits vulnerable people hard. They get it. They're all got, you know, issues in their immune system. So, I, you know, I worry a lot about them. She and other volunteers had been doing what they could with advice and help. Well, all last week we just kept saying, wash your hands, wash your hands, please wash your hands, please, please keep right. clean. That's all right. we, you know, that's all we can say. You can't really lecture them. You can't really, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. Last year I did bring in Rite Aid was wonderful. They volunteered to come in and give flu shots. Oh, wow. But oh. most of them were like, no way am I doing that. There were limits to what she could do we can do is offer them a smile. It might be the only smile they get all day and give them some food and make them feel better. To be honest though, it's not just the soup kitchen guests in Long Beach who are vulnerable. On Monday, my volunteer pool, um, there are four of them that are over 90. They have wow. been doing this for 25 years. And I told them that Absolutely not. They were not allowed. <laughs> I don't. I don't hurt their feelings. I just say, you know what? We're we're not serving. We're just doing soup and sandwiches. So you you know you just stay home and we'll you know I'll call you when we need you. She had to do the white lie because you know they are very proud of the fact that they still volunteer. But so they so anybody I called any of my volunteers over eighty. I said please. I don't. You know we're doing a small crew. Don't worry. Some of these people were literally volunteering since the beginning, when the soup kitchen started in the last century. They think of themselves as young, vital people, and that's how they get through. I think that's why they made it to be 90. But right. they're, no, they're wonderful. They, just, they believe in this strongly. It's part of their passion is helping others, and, you know, they're wonderful. But this, you know, this has to scare them. This has to... You know, I called one of the volunteers and I said, Shirley, you really can't come in. She goes, oh, thank goodness my daughter was yelling at me that I shouldn't go. I said, and you need to listen to your daughter. <laughs> you can't come out. Yeah, we're all yelling at our parents right now. We're all but... yelling at our parents. Stay put, stay put. I asked Glazer what was going through her mind when she opened up the soup kitchen that first time under coronavirus. Some soup kitchens on Long Island are having difficulties getting volunteers due to the virus. And, you know, you have people telling her and everyone else, don't go outside, don't talk to people. But here she was, going to help and interact with all these people. It was going through my mind that I'm in so much better shape than they are, that, you know, I, I wasn't worried. I wasn't worried. I just wanted to make sure they came. I guess I was thinking, I hope, they, I hope they're still coming, and I hope they know that we'll be there for them. Thanks for listening to Life Under Coronavirus. If you know of someone we should be covering, or you want to share your own experience about coronavirus in New York, leave us a voicemail with your name and phone number at 631-213-1543. That's 631-213-1543 with your message to the Opinion Department's Life Under Coronavirus podcast. We may use your message as the basis for a future episode. Amanda Ficina is our producer. 
And once again, I'm Mark Chisano from Newsday Opinion. Stay healthy. See you next time.